This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's a late goal and a 1-1 draw for Ipswich up at Huddersfield as the good start to the season does take Ipswich top temporarily. This is the Blue Monday podcast. Did you? Well, it's, it's never had a happy, uh, never happy uh, circumstances leaving the north of England. But yes, we um, <laughs> all, given all things considered, I think before the match, pretty much everyone would have hoped for a uh, hope for a win. But you know, circumstances dictated in terms of new manager bounces and crowd being well up for it and weather conditions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, hundred percent. Take the yeah. point and get back down south. Yeah. I think you have to also um, put in the um, the Sammy Morsey missing factor. I, I, I would certainly add to that as well. Yeah. And we will get on to all of this. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Um, very, very happy to have loads of people in um, the live stream at the moment. If you're listening on audio, you can join us each and every Sunday at 8 p.m. and have fun. Get involved in the show, in the conversation. We'll throw as many of those up as we can. And we will go to the Q&A section. And guys, we will give away two tickets to Blue Monday Live this weekend, Saturday, 7th of October, Ipswich versus Preston, after the game, to the best question when we get to the Q&A um, segment. Um Host's decision is final on, um, <laughs> on such yeah. matters here. But um, yes, Luke Chambers, Ipswich Town, captain of too many millions of games to mention. Will we are very, very excited to have him live at the event. And uh, if you're watching right now and you want to hit pause on your um, machine, you can click on that there QR code, which will take you to our website to get tickets but just um tweet any of us and you will find them we'll hopefully see you on saturday it does sound like i'm being a salesman here please do buy tickets in advance because our phone's going to melt down on the day of these events with people trying to get last minute tickets so um grab your tickets let's get into uh, Ipswich town versus 
Huddersfield. Um, we debated, obviously, what we thought the team would look like. Craig, it looked like this. Slaggy in goal. Clark, Wolfenden, Burgess, Davis. And it was Luongo partnered, not by Jack Taylor, but by Lee Evans. Uh, Burns, Chaplin and Hutchinson gets the start down the left-hand side with George Hurst up top. Your thoughts, I guess, with the two um, hot-button issues there, Hutchinson and Evans, Craig? Yeah, well, I think we we had a chat in the Telegram group about, uh, as many other people were doing, about the um, Evans-Taylor toss of a coin. Um, and I must admit, I came down pre-match, came down on the side of Evans um, purely for his experience and um, it being a away game, etc. And potentially through... Taylor's performance at Southampton, which um, you know maybe wasn't as up to scratch as as the other guys that were around him at the time, um, so I wasn't overly surprised to see um, to see Evans start um, for those reasons. And obviously, he was subsequently made uh, captain of the team as well. Um, and then we found out during the course of the morning, again, a Telegram exclusive was uh, dotted around that Broad, Broadhead was uh, back in Ipswich having some treatment um, and. No, no real shock that uh, Hutchison was in his place, given, again, referring back to the Southampton game, given that his performance in Southampton and also the subs, uh, the substitute performance he put in um, against Blackburn. So um, that probably wasn't as much of a um, an issue or certainly a, a controversial selection, but I say it, it probably was a toss of the coin in terms of Taylor or Evans. What are your thoughts, Dave? He does seem to rotate in the away matches in these uh, three game weeks. Well, yeah, I suppose, sorry, forgive me, the Sheffield Wednesday match was away, but he, he rotated in the Southampton game. But with two home games coming up, he, he seems to have um, uh, played the cards before they, they occurred. I don't know if there's anything in that. As, 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 um, as Craig said, I think it was a pretty even shout. I said we had a, a, a poll on, a pod, on, on the pod, didn't we, on a Telegram group? Pretty much with regard to who's gonna who's gonna replace Moores in it was a bit fifty fifty and yeah as as Craig quite rightly, quite rightly said the manager went I suppose for Evans for experience um, perhaps a, no coincidence either he was made captain as well um, yesterday he took that over from Moorsy also um, yeah I mean I think as the game as the game I mean yeah he was he was okay um, throughout the game you know usual you know quite neat and tidy on the ball but does lack that little bit of mobility I feel that then I felt that was that was certainly missing yesterday and um well we get on to it later in the game I mean obviously you got substituted albeit with an injury and it sounded like it was from a block tackle in the first half so maybe he was carrying that a little bit in the second half which may have a bearing on <laughs> on a, on something else that happened but um yeah, disappointed Broadhead, um, as you said, that sort of broke in the morning on our way up there, and uh, yeah, kind of disappointing. But yeah, but then we see who the who the who the replacement is, like Hutchinson, who who said was outstanding against Southampton and great off the bench against Blackburn. So you think, oh, okay, fine, but um, yeah, both 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 were were missed yesterday for sure. Yeah, Craig, do you think they're still in the kind of cotton wool um, with Broadhead and his injury record that? It does strike me that if there's any risk with him, he's he's wrapped up, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, and, as, and as you said before, Ben, about it being a, another um, busy week this week, then mm. yeah, there's there's no chances taken at all. Is there is there with him? And understandably so. I think Joe mentioned it uh, about last season that the only game he missed was Cheltenham over Easter, and that was obviously another 
condensed period of time where there were a few games back to back to back. So, yeah, they're they're um, managing his workload, um, and yeah, so be it. If he comes back firing on hopefully on Tuesday, then um, it's uh, it's job done. Yeah, and and it looks like I mean we we spoke last season about Dave two players in Hurst and um, Ladapo holding the number nine position. If Hutchinson is is delivering, which it looks like it's going to be a good loan, fingers crossed, then you have got two players covering that position, haven't you? Oh, you have. Yeah, no, it's, uh, um, you know, we, well, we said on Tuesday, didn't we? Just look at the depth of the squad, depth of the squad now. And um, and again, again, we'll get onto this in a second half. Certainly the substitute certainly made a difference again yesterday. Amen. Let's have a look at this Huddersfield team then. Uh, Lee Nichols in goal, who I believe was in the championship team of the season in 21-22 when Huddersfield oh, wow. got to the playoff wow. final. Uh, Pearson, Hellick and Ruffles. Um, I mean, Ruffles is a fullback by trade, but Pearson and Hellick certainly go into the strapping championship <laughs> centre-halves um, bracket there. Sorba Thomas, uh, Nakayama, the other wing-back. Wiles, Hogg, someone shout Dini, uh, and Rudoni, who's playing rather well um, since he teamed up with Warnock, actually, um, in midfield. Bergzog and Karoma up top. Um, Craig, your your sort of thoughts on that Huddersfield side and the threats as they um, transpired yesterday? Yeah, well, I was I was chatting to a um, Huddersfield fan on the way to the ground. Actually, we had a good old chat for about ten minutes about how the land lied at Huddersfield and their new owners and bits and pieces like that and team selections. And he was talking about Ruffles actually in that they'd brought him in for that game. Um, he hadn't played the previous game, and he's saying. He's not. He's not the quickest um, fullback. He thought he'd be playing at fullback. Um, not the quickest fullback. I thought. Well, funnily enough, he'll be up against our quickest player in in Wes Burns. So there's probably an opportunity there down our right hand side um, to take advantage of that. And as it happened in the first, was it ten minutes? Their wing back got booked, didn't he, Dave, for, mm-hmm. for a tackle on Burns? You thought, well, happy days here. We're just going to keep going at him, going at him, going at him. But it didn't particularly um, pan out that way. But yeah, yeah. As, as you say, Ben, they're got some big strapping centre-half. They didn't look particularly quick. They Hurst had them on the turn a few times uh, in the first half, and he's had them for pace, um, both of them, didn't he, at, at points, Dave? He, he he played well yesterday, I thought, Hurst. His hold-up play was much, much better, wasn't it? He really looked... Yeah. Yeah, I thought he looked the part yesterday, yesterday Hurst, because he was isolated. Um, he was isolated a lot a lot of time, and um, you say he was up against a couple of strapping centre-halves, and he, he more than held his own. And, yeah, he looks... he looks Yeah, OK, he was, as usual, Hurst. After six, 70 minutes, he was blown a little bit. But, yeah, he put in a... I was that a cliche, put in a shift. But, yeah, he did. And he, he certainly, I thought his hold-up play was very, very good yesterday. Um, speaking of Clacky, I've seen a couple of questions... Uh, coming in in the live chat is a poll um as we speak uh on the hladke walton debate currently um the likeliest scenario according to you guys voting is walton to be slowly reintroduced at 36 percent but at 35 percent, this is um neck and neck hladke starts um until he loses his place essentially so we are not entirely sure how this is going to turn out. Uh, we, we'll discuss, no doubt, in um, in the questions. Uh, Craig, do you want to take us um, sort of through maybe the the first part of the game um, and pass over to Dave as and how you see fit? Yeah, well, we, we started off really quickly actually, and Hurst had a header in the first two or three minutes. Um, there it is, which was straight at the goalkeeper. Should sadly. score, shouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Having got the run on his defender, mm. and as you saw in the, in the still, they got the leap on him as well. Then 
Um, yes, yeah, sadly, it went um, straight at him. But we then had a um, a period where they were start they started to get back on top on top really after the first five or so minutes, and that's when Halagki had to start had to start throwing himself around, make one of his plethora of saves that he made um, yesterday. Um, he made one from Kamara, I think, early doors. He then um, there was a Davis clearance, I think, and again he was Karoma, yeah, but he tipped it. Up and it landed on top of the bar. That one, um, but then, no one knew that was going, did they? <laughs> no, no. But they knew there was another one after that. Um, it, and he said in his post-match interview um, with with the um, club, he's, they said, "Oh, which one of your saves was the favourite?" I think. Well, he said, "Oh, it's either my first or my fourth. Well, that, <laughs> yeah, it was like that gives you that gives you pretty good, a fair indication of um, you know the the busyness of our of our goalkeeper and in what were weren't they Dave, atrocious conditions. Oh, horrible. So he started ha- hammering it down from about one o'clock onwards when we were in the pub. Yeah. He was, he's just so confident. He really yeah. is confident, isn't he? You know, with a ball at his feet. You know, I know, I know he had one or two shaky moments that first game of the season against Sunderland. And maybe that was him just obviously thrown into, you know, a big game. Hadn't really played that many big games, had he at all last season. So really thrown into that. So a bit of nerves there. But ever since that, his distribution has been, has been absolutely, um, I think, absolutely outstanding. As in that just, I think, that just gravitates to his to his overall goalkeeping. It's it's going to be a, a, a interesting decision. That a really interesting decision. I do think sometimes he's, he gets a bit overconfident with his distribution. <laughs> his, his short, you know, yeah. what, his control. You know, when you ping the ball to him, his it's control is dead. It's dead at oh, his feet. We were you panicking out. on that sidestep, Craig. Well, yeah, potentially. And there was another <laughs> one where he actually went out of his box, didn't Tell he, Dave? What? Um, you want him in, you'd want him in goal with your, if, for you want him in goal for, on your five a side team, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Say so if you ping the ball to him, chest, thigh, foot, oh. it'll, it'll stick. But it's just it's just sort of that mid range passing, isn't it? Where it's just sometimes <laughs> a little bit overconfident. Um, Craig, but. my my sense with the with the saves and the finishing, um, and you were there, I wasn't. Apart from one chance that we'll get onto in the second half, they didn't make massive chances, Huddersfield, but they were all pretty good. Finishes. I think they made the most of the shots and forced the saves. Is it rather than you know them being an absolute deluge of massive chances and bad finishing? Was it, is, is that in any way accurate? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we weren't you know cut open at, at will, but and then by the same token, we weren't you know doing the same doing the same to them. Really, we were we were pretty ineffectual after that first five or ten minutes until such time as. Hutchison broke into the box, and I'll let Dave talk about that one. Um, but no, you're you're, <laughs> Sorry, you're that right. Over, yeah. You're yeah, no, but you're right. They they were they were predominantly from um, long range. There were a couple of um, closer ones in the in the second half, but uh, yeah, you know, full credit. Like I think it's been absolutely. Super. I think we had, we had we had one other good move, didn't we, Craig? The usual move where it was cut back. Cut it was back, cut yeah. back from might have been Burns, Burns could have been Clark, Burns, could have been Burns I think again to Chaplin, and he, he hit it right footed again. He's wrong foot, you would say, but straight straight at the keeper. Yeah. Mm. Now, looking back on that Hurst chance, that was someone just said in the chat there. That was, it's one of those ones, he almost hits it, he almost meets it. It doesn't mean it's strong. He almost meets it where he's dead on his forehead. He, I think he glances. It. He gl- yeah, he glances. Don't undersell Helic there. I think it is him who's climbing. No, it's up a good chat. No, he, yeah, he no, he puts him. He put, the, the header to the keeper's yeah, right yeah. is the goal, isn't it? And he's yeah, kind of just doing it. He puts to him under pressure. Him. Yeah. But any yeah. glance on that, and that's, you know, um, probably gonna just nestle in the far corner, but yeah, we didn't really create. Um, we didn't really create that much until <laughs> Hutchinson receiving. Hutchinson received well, yeah, here. So he receives the ball wide, wide left. Um, I think up to then he drops his shoulder and comes inside on his on his right foot there. And I think it's 
Silver Thomas. Thomas. Is that Thomas? Silver Thomas. Thomas, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's wrong. So it's, it's an odd one, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a tough one. I mean, in real time, you know, I'm diagonally up, diagonally behind that onto the left-hand side there. And in real time, yeah, he's breaking at pace. He's being touched. He goes down. You think, yeah, that's a, yeah, that that looks a pen to me, but. Oh, it, it, I don't know. How did you, you probably had a better view. Perhaps you were higher up than I was, Craig. I mean, there was contact there, I think. And you know, I yeah. always think with these, certainly with these players, why why would they go down there if it's you know if there's contact, they've got every right to go down. Yeah, yeah. And what he did well was to get in front of Thomas, didn't he? He, yes. he cut in and he purposely He's got in front side. of him. He's on yeah. the wrong side, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Um, can, can I can I just throw the Flying the ointment here. He said he what he does is the reason I don't think he gets the penalty. He engineers it, doesn't he? He's he's running towards yeah, the goal. He clever. throws his right leg across mm. in a direction purely to try and gain contact. At that point, um, Silver Thomas holds his hand up, and and that's when the contact. And remember, contact isn't doesn't a foul is yeah, a foul, he, and contact is contact. He's yeah, trying yeah. to he's trying to engineer the penalty, which is why he's gone down, isn't he? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's trying to engineer. It. I think he's being clever by getting in yeah. front of the man, and it's it's more yeah, of a bun, so. more of a bundle. His whole body in front, though, Craig. It's just the right leg mm. kind of comes That's out. Good play. That's yeah. a good play, isn't it? Yeah, if play, if yeah. he goes with the rest of his body, I think he gets the penalty. It's just he oh, goes with the leg. The, the referee had the whistle pretty much to his mouth, and then yeah. for some reason. Didn't get, it's, it's a, if, if, if that's given against us, I haven't got too many complaints, I don't think. No, you, come, I mean, he, he is breaking. And again, yeah, yeah I, I suppose looking at the rest point of view, he's breaking into the box at sort of fairly break, literally at breakneck speed. Is there enough contact? I, I, I personally think that was that. I personally think that was a penalty, but yeah, we, we didn't get it. We're definitely in um, grey area here, though, aren't we? It's sin him given, sin him not given. I suspect if you ask 100 Huddersfield fans, they'll all say it's not a penalty. Mm -hmm. If you ask 100 Ipswich fans, they'll all say it's a penalty, which kind of um, makes it a bit of a partisan partisan issue. We haven't had one yet, have we? Don't think this season, have we? No, don't think so. No. No. No, I don't. Only nine games in, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, so going into half time then, and um, interesting substitution then, uh, Dave, with um, Clark out, Williams in. What's, yeah. the, what's the thinking there? Yeah, I mean, a couple of times maybe he got caught out of position. I mean, some people, again, I saw on the chat said he was really poor. I mean, I didn't think he was terrible, did you, Craig, particularly Clark first half? I must admit, I thought he, I thought he struggled first half. I don't necessarily yeah. think from a defensive perspective, but all just give he gave the ball away a lot. He gave well. it to be fair, yeah. From that point of view, he did. He gave the ball away a bit, um, and yeah. he, I, I think he perhaps got caught out of position, got caught out of position a couple of times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, didn't didn't totally appreciate it was tactical, but ultimately it seems it was tactical, and it was a straight swap at half time for um, Brandon Williams, and well. <laughs> The managers just can't get anything wrong, can he? Well, do you want to take us into the um, second half then, Craig, and up, up to the goal maybe? Yeah, well, again, um, I think Hlacky made one or two saves early doors in the in the second half. I think certainly one from a from a curling shot. I don't know who it was that... Um, that was Caroma again. Caroma, Caroma. Oh, Caroma again, yeah. That was, a, that was another good save pushed away. Um, and then we had, a, we had a corner which we tried to take short and they broke on us. Um, but then it fell to Taylor in the center, around the centre circle and we'd sort of quelled the break. He had it under control. We had the ball back. But then he tried to pass it forward to Wolfenden, who was sort of trying to track back and misplaced that particular pass. But, you know, from having 
their break under control. We've given the ball back and they're breaking like a subsequent break. Um, and then we're on the back foot really and, and backpedaling and um, Bert's all, unfortunately for us, it's, it's Lee Evans that's um, backpedaling into the box and he just gets completely squared up by him. Yeah, he, he ends up, he doesn't end up sh- yeah, he doesn't end up showing him on his weaker side. He ends up sort of just ushering him towards goal on his stronger and, yeah, Evans just if, if you watch it on the on the replay, he's not side on, he's just completely square to him and at that point he can go either he can probably go either way and get a shot away. It's a, it's a, it's an odd one, isn't it? Cuz initially he tracks his run really well. He's in a great yeah. position initially and then he just and then as Craig said instead of showing, you know, side on showing him showing him the left, showing him outside, he completely just faces squares he's squared up but he doesn't he squares himself up doesn't he and invites him inside and um yeah he's just trying to get the block on the shot and it yeah nine times out of ten those little low shots go go through go through you and yeah no blame on lackey for that hit with pace inside oh once he goes through the legs and he was outside yeah 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 you think oh yeah that in a near post but yeah you look back on it now no chance um so how was the sort of energy of the the game after the after going behind, um, obviously substitutions ahoy then, Taylor in for Evans and we get a triple sub on 75, Ladapo, Scarlett and Harness all all coming in. Um, what, what, what was your take on the kind of flow then, Craig? Yeah, well, we didn't really, uh, it didn't sort of kick us into action um, immediately. I don't, can't really think of too many um, chances um, until such time we got through to the last, last 10 minutes or so. Halaki made a point blank save from Rodoni, possibly. Yeah, brilliant. Um, save. A brilliant, yeah, brilliant save right in front of us, and it was you know, five yards out, six yards out, flashed across the flashed across the box. That's the one, um, and he pushes, manages to push that one away. At two nil, that's game over, isn't it? But he that's keeps the best that save of a lot, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's the four, That's probably the fourth one that he's referring yeah, to. Yeah, in, yeah, right. Yeah, in yeah. Post match yeah. interview. Um, and then pretty much 30 seconds or so after that, we then break. So by this time, I think maybe the, the subs had come on because, and as Dave said at the beginning, they really did make a difference. Harness especially, I thought, again, coming on as a sub, I thought made made a difference, breaking beyond um, Ladapo. Um, and I think Hutchinson has a shot, uh, which is sort of deflected into Luong, uh, Ladapo's path. And again, it's a similar sort of save to... Um, like he's one there, isn't it? It's like a just a deflection, instantaneous save. It gets pushed away, um, and then I say we were by this time we were piling on the pressure. They were getting deeper and deeper. I think their crowd was starting to get a bit edgy, weren't they, Dave? Um, you could sort of actually, sense something was going to happen. Yeah, you're right. I think actually that Redoni chance is probably the last time they got the ball into our box. Don't forget yeah. they brought the six foot nine striker on, who was rubbish. <laughs> Carl oh, Hadley, yeah. Oh, he was he was a horror show. He? Oh, he's, 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 he looks like yeah. oh, I was with Mikey. Mikey coming back, he said he looks like that kid that's won a raffle to play. Do you know what I mean? He was just a shocker. <laughs> so to be fair, they never played. Game. They never played to his strengths. I think he might have won one header. They just never launched the ball to him. Six foot nine, for God's sake. Um, do you know what? If I was being uber critical, and how can you, how can you be uber? Well, you just have been of huddling. Well, well, okay, well, I'm huddling. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about our changes. Craig, do you think seventy five could have done them 
bit earlier. Five, ten minutes earlier, maybe, just yeah. after the goal. Maybe you want to see how the game settled after. Yeah, there there, there was, to be fair to um, the uncriticisable McKenna, Dave, there was the eight-minute stoppage time then. So uh, I think it was Joe who was that's, pointing out that's that managers are going point. a bit later given the amount yeah, of stoppage no, time. Yeah, that, no, that is a good point. But I think you could see, and someone just said it on the chat, you could see the immediate, it, it just had an immediate difference. Taylor, perhaps a little bit more mobile, playing slightly more in the more forward central role. Luongo playing a little bit deeper and, we, and and yeah after that we just got got that control back didn't we I felt and as as Craig quite rightly said Harness came on again and again made a difference again he's mm. he's playing well Harness really really is playing he's well he's had a good week hasn't he he has yeah. had a good week you know because there were games even last season perhaps early part of this season where yeah he didn't start but he'd come on a sub and have no real impact whatsoever but certainly in recent last two or three games he's really really made a difference and he and he did yesterday and the goal came really from that it was quite an odd one because he, he he gets the ball and passes it to um passes it wide to Hutchison and it's um he comes inside on his on his left foot as he'd done about a few minutes before when the for the Ladapo chance um puts on a puts in a not great left foot ball headed clear Luongo makes a Brilliant challenge, I think, and this is that on that Hadlin. I think he should got his six foot nine. He should be strong <laughs> enough to hold, you know. And do you know what? Looking back at that challenge, Craig's um, maybe the ref made allowances for the pitch and conditions because he probably does go through the back of him a bit there. Mm. Anyway, he wins it, and then it breaks the harness. Then plays an identical ball, and he played seconds earlier. And this time, yes, yeah, it's, it's all about Hutchison. He squares up. Is it probably ruffles the full back? Squares up, gets to the line. Um, uh, gets to the back post. Davis, don't think he can quite get an assist because I think that deflects off Thomas, doesn't it? Um, a, he volleys it back in. It's he, a lucky he volleys little it back in. Nick, but we've got the box well, loaded up and the intention is good from uh, Davis. Uh, I mean, it? and Williams just wants it. Williams just wants it. Look at that. He actually launches himself and it's a great header and absolutely in the. Um, yeah, in the roof of the net. And you saw you saw their reaction. I think I saw Darren Moore's reaction that, yeah, we're blown it now. And I think you saw the keeper and the defender's reaction thinking, okay, it's all on, it's like all on now. But, yeah, I think um, probably on the balance of play after the subs came on, we were certainly looked the more likely. And, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's still a bit of, uh, certainly in the away end, a bit of relief, I'd say. A what lot of your, relief, I would say. What was your take on the goal, Craig? Well, you see it on that still again there, Ben. There's, there's almost nine Huddersfield players in their six-yard <laughs> box, isn't there? Look at that. And as as just been said in the uh, in the chat by a couple of people, the header just to fling himself at it. It's, it's quite an quite an instinctive. It's um, long for that. He's finish. quite a way out. Yeah, for, and, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's our right back that's uh, our furthest forward furthest forward player there as well. And what's what's actually quite interesting as well in terms of the subs, just harking back to those. Harknessing back to those, um, is that um, Hutchinson stayed on, didn't he, for the whole match, which is quite interesting. So, mm. obviously, that's where our threat was coming from was the you know, the dribbling of um, Hutchinson rather than um, Chaplin, um, who got who got substituted. I was talking to Sean, one of our Telegram group, after the game, and he was pointing out that Sean, who does the clips. Yes, yes, that's worth joining the telegram on, on its, and that's not even yeah. us contributing, is it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And he, he doesn't get cut of anything, by the way. Um, <laughs> not that bad, he was, anyway. He was po- he was pointing out that you know, as I said before, that um, what Harness was doing and what Chaplin wasn't was getting forward past the striker, whereas Chaplin, yeah. as he does, was doing all his doing all his work thirty yards yeah. out, twenty five, thirty yards out, but it's all in front of what was by now quite a packed Huddersfield defence that so wasn't as effective. And as I say, hence why Hutchison was left on for, for the whole 90 minutes. 
And as Dave um, rightly points out, isn't it great to have one of these inverted wingers who, if he wants to, can still go down to the to the yeah. byline and yeah. cross it in with his with his right foot as well as you know this um, you know I mean, trend over the last five years for wingers coming in and just shooting every time. More certainly did his homework. They doubled up on him a lot, didn't they, Craig? They really did double up on him a lot. Yeah. But yeah, he came through it well. It's quite physical. You know, we said they were sort of quite quite at the back, quite big and uncompromised. And it was, you know, I think the game probably just dictated that. It was quite a sort of physical game. And I've got to say, Hutchinson really stood up stood up to it really well. Hence, you know, as he as he set up the, you know, that goal. And, and as I said, that Radoni chance was probably the last time they even threatened our box, really, wasn't it? You know, yeah. and someone I think Lee just said on the chat there that you know, um, give that give, if there was another sort of Sunderland Sunderland time added on a thirteen minutes, another five minutes we might well have gone on and won that. Yeah, it was their it was their fans that were whistling for the final whistle yeah. wasn't it? In, yeah. in, in in injury time, not not ourselves. Hundred uh, percent. Right, let's do the numbers real quick, and then we'll get your summary and move on. Um, with other matters in the championship and coming up this week. So um, 61% possession in our favour. It's really tight on the XG, isn't it? 1.29, uh, 1.26. So just in our favour. Six shots on target apiece is completely um, down the middle. Um, I don't know where the stats are for saves on Footmob, but certainly... Um, that would be one that might well be in Huddersfield's favour, and um, I think that's kind of kind of the narrative of this this game, really, isn't it, Craig? That Plaggy mm. kept kept us in it, and um, this team gets points in football matches, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. And from the performance, we didn't really, as Dave said before, about um, that Chaplin chance in the first half where we got the ball and, as we do, cut it back to around about. 12 yards out and had a shot. We only probably did that twice in the whole game. We just never really seemed to get a foothold in the game, didn't get a grip on the game at all. Um, we had no rhythm, did we? It was a very bitty, so, wet, windy uh, game. It was. They, they worked was. hard, didn't they? They worked yeah. really hard. I mean, you know, five across the middle and stuff. They just didn't allow us, I don't think, Craig. I'm, not, I, 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 I'm totally with you. I don't think our passing was crisp and in, as incisive as it as it perhaps could be, and you, I know we've said it before, and we'll get to it now. You just miss that Morsey drive in mm. the center, in the center you there. Do. You know that ability to, well, we see it every game, don't we? That ability to just drop his shoulder and break the break the line. You know, we see just, it on Tuesday, Dave. <laughs> well, we see it on Tuesday, but and even even you know Morsey in the central year was a few times where you know you're so used to either him or Luongo coming out with that second ball. We were, we were losing. Say majority of those, you know, more than well, say it's majority. I think we seem to be losing the majority of those as well. So just little things you think, yeah, well, yeah, had sounds like Paul Cook. That wouldn't happen if Sammy Morsey was playing. But do you know what I mean? There were certain instances it did, and I think um, not only that, you just missed. I mean, Broadhead's been so good. I mean, last week he was just on a different level at times. Last week, um, yeah, he, he he was a miss just coming coming off the left as well um and i think i think i saw it so again in the chat certain players not quite on it again leaf davis i think don't have his greatest game so his touch wasn't really there sometimes again i don't think he was 100 fit Dave. yeah he, he didn't I don't look think he is. 100% I think, fit from the start I think, I think craig i think you're spot on um incidentally did you see greg lee scored two for oxford yesterday no, on his birthday <laughs> wasn't it on his birthday, <laughs> it was on his birthday as well okay, fantastic yeah. um yeah, so look, it's um, uh, again a lot of teams would go there on a day like that. Huddersfield, mm. new manager, you know, unbeaten in four, um, putting in a performance like that, and there's a lot of teams that will that will lose that will lose there, you know, if they keep that. So, yeah, hard earned point. I think you'd you'd take that. 
And there we go. For all, for all the times we've said happenstance has been um, in our favour this season, that this might turn out to have actually been a bad time to, to go to Huddersfield, given um, what Dave has just said. Right. We are going to go to the rest of the action in the Championship. We'll go Q&A after that. We'll talk a little bit about a hole on Tuesday. But first of all, and I'm not going to forget to do it this week, Craig, a message from our sponsors, who I apologise to for forgetting last week, Innovation Labs. Innovation Labs is business hub and co-working space with strategic locations across Suffolk. Our aim is to foster innovation, entrepreneurship, business growth, and the development of an AI centre of excellence in Suffolk. Monthly hot desks are available from just £79. For more info, head to innovationlabsgroup.com or contact info at innovationlabsgroup.com. Innovation Labs, providing support for businesses across Suffolk. Locations in Stowmarket, Ipswich, Sudbury, Woodbridge, with more. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Follow. Lovely stuff. And we thank Innovation Labs for partnering up with the podcast once again this season. Right, in the championship this weekend, I'll uh, give a little thought on each of these. And if, uh, Craig, you go first, there's one you want to pick out afterwards. And then, Dave, you can do the same on Friday night. God, Sheffield Wednesday nil, (laughs) Sunderland three. And on Friday morning, another statement from Mr. Chancery. Uh, on Saturday, really interesting one. Southampton three, Leeds one. So um, things flip on their head from the last few weeks, certainly in that one. Bristol City two, Stoke three from two nil down as well. Stoke getting an important win. Cardiff are on fire, except when they played us. Uh, four wins in five now for Errol Balut. They won two nil at home to Rotherham. Hull one, Plymouth one, which kind of, Bodes well for us on Tuesday because I'd have made Hull favourites to win that one. Millwall nil, Swansea three. Bit of a 
surprised that one. Another win for Mike Duff. Norwich 2, Birmingham nil, and their two star players both scored again. Um, say no more. Preston nil, West Brom 4, which definitely bodes well for um, next Saturday. I didn't quite see that one coming. Uh, QPR 1, Coventry 3. Are they finally getting going? We can say the same for Middlesbrough as well, because they won 3-2 at Watford. And then, maybe most pertinently to us, which I'm very pleased to say, because I didn't think we were going to be um, in this particular conversation, Leicester won 4-1 at Blackburn uh, today. And they are looking the part, aren't they, Leicester? Um, starting to burn it up a little bit, aren't they? Um, to go top of the table. Um, what caught your eye um, this weekend, Craig? Um, well, just the just the results in general, because um, having four hours to spare on the drive on the way up here, myself <laughs> and um, my boy Oscar, we had like a lot of people had a little game of predict the results in the Championship and the Premier League. And Good luck with that. Yeah, well, exactly that. He go for each <laughs> way and think, well, crikey, yeah. Well, Watford against Borough, well, that's a that's a home win, yeah. What Borough have been struggling a little bit recently. West Brom, Preston, yeah. Well, Preston are flying at the flying at home. That's definitely going to be a home win. Southampton, Leeds. Well, Southampton weren't that great against us. Leeds are flying, yeah. That's a high, another away win. Every single one was the flip reverse result of uh, of what we predicted. Um, I don't. Poor old Bart had a bit of a nightmare, I think, in that uh, Swansea game. One of the ones, one of the goals crept. Underneath, was that Barton girl still? Grimes, I believe so. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize it was him. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I think so. I think that was probably the one actually, sort of, you know, and and the the style of play that from what little you could see from the highlights on the um the EFL show looked like Swansea were knocking it around quite nicely as well. So, um, to go there and win 3 0 is no uh, no mean feat, is it, Dave? Yeah, I think I think I agree, tend to agree with Craig there, mostly. I think that's um. I mean, you've said it before, Ben, is the division now starting to find its natural kind of rhythm and these clubs are now, you know, settling down. You know, Middlesbrough now two wins, two wins out of two. You know, I think we're all surprised. They were down the bottom. Swansea as well, to a degree, as Craig just mm. said. But, um, yeah, not a great result for Preston considering they've got next two games of Leicester and us away, was it? So, yeah, that things could, could look a lot different for them come um, the live show on, um, let's hope it does, come the live show on Saturday evening. Um, yeah, I mean, other results. I mean, again, this has been discussed in, in our chat. You know, those um, those early season wins at Car- against Cardiff and away at Sunderland. Um, mm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Even better now, don't they? As, as as you say, as the division finds its, sort of, it finds its feet. Um, yeah, I mean, Leicester. Although, from what I saw, I saw, obviously I was watching the golf. Um and I did flick back to and fro from the Leicester game. And yeah, 4-1, they scored two late goals, didn't they? I think mean, Blackburn were reasonably well in that game. It was one of those games when you always felt maybe Leicester could just up it a bit. But yeah, they look quite... Well, look at the side, look at the scorers today. Vardy, well, that, yeah, that, that's, that's the point. That's the point, Dave. I, I think it's important to say. I've, I've not seen Leicester where... You know, where like when Burnley got going, they'd really just take teams. Well, even from the word go, actually, when, yeah. you know, when they dominated Huddersfield in that first game yeah. last season. Yeah. I mean, let me just bring the table up. Leicester have got 24 points already. Um, and I know we've got this <laughs> yeah. We've got this gap and it, it might end up being good news that um, Leeds lost because we've essentially stuck yeah. another, another point on on yeah. them. But, yeah, you just, you just wonder if they could... Um, I think Bournemouth... 
couple of years ago had 40 points by like round 17 or something, 41 points or something. And yeah, as we've done with our projections, you, you get to a point where you can almost be a mid-table side for the for the rest of the season in a 46-game campaign. Yeah. I think I think we can safely look back on our September as being marginally successful with 13 points out of 15, though, Ben. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Do you reckon um, we'll be playing against an Ismail Watford come December, Ben? Because he's, he's, he's won <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Two, in, two in his last nine. You think there's, there's going to be an email heading my way very shortly. Greg, <laughs> well, i tell you what there is between now, now and then as well. Two international breaks. And we know <laughs> we know owners like the Potsos love to make phone calls during um, international breaks. And there's one after round 11 after the, um, after the live show that you can buy tickets for. Um, head to the website um, and one in November as well so mm. plenty of yeah, one in November well, is sort of about six weeks before the transfer window opens as well so yeah, mid, yeah. right in the middle of 18th or so I think it is. he'll do well to be in situ then I think um, guys get your question in get questions in please stick a people are so well trained here. stick a cue before it and a question mark afterwards and um, yes we will we will give away a pair of tickets to the best question um that comes in um i'm gonna do one golf related one and then Ooh. that's it um so dave you can take this you can select one current town player to sink a <laughs> six foot putt to win the europe the Ryder cup must have serious cojones um who you choose and no, i don't know anything so, about golf it's nathan uh, broadhead surely isn't it no no sammy moresy all day long ice cool he'll just roll it in from city he'll, he'll roll it in he won't even he'll, he'll walk it in so you know these, these confident putters and six foot Ben you know what we're talking about but we'll putt and then they won't they won't follow the putting with their eyes they know it's going in so they just walk after the putt so yeah Sammy Morsey wouldn't miss from six feet no no way can't see it he also uh, he also wouldn't be putting up with um the opposition caddy waving his hat around in his in his eye that's be, true that's be, true enough he'd be, no, he'd he'd be swinging his putt around his head <laughs> right golf chat yeah. over okay ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, it's um, a cricket, cricket World Cup starts this oh, week, Ben. Yeah, it starts right. Thursday, doesn't it? This week, come on. <laughs> cool. Well, if only this was a football podcast, <laughs> eh, Craig. Um, well, Neil, uh, do, do you chaps think K-Mac regrets not starting Taylor? That's a good question, uh, Craig. Oh, um, possibly, probably not. I don't know. But what, <laughs> what it, it just, I, as Dave said earlier, um, what it did, show again and we know is that Evans is probably too slow to be a regular starter in in the championship you know he he just doesn't have the mobility that the other guys do and what what I found you know it may I may be incorrect but what I thought I saw is that he's tended to drop deeper and deeper and deeper and was almost treading on the toes of Wolfenden and Burgess which then meant that poor old Luongo was having to do you know the bulk of the work in the real maelstrom of the centre midfield where it was getting um, a little bit lively is he was sort of fighting a lone battle in there unfortunately um, so yeah I just I just think that potentially Taylor but then again Taylor against Southampton you know when he played alongside um, Morsey it was wasn't it was his touch really up for it in our final in our third defensive third to take the ball off the defenders and turn in those tight um, situations and just take the heat out of games like Morsey just does you know, naturally. Um, it's, it's a really tricky one. And there's been some other questions there about January. You know, if, if Morsey ends up going um, with Egypt, if, if Luongo ends up going with Australia, oh. <laughs> then what are we? We are stuffed no. for four, six weeks, aren't we? 
Possibly. Yeah, they've got yeah. those two have got to be those two are certainly up there with the best central midfield two in the whole championship, surely. Yeah, the but... one, they really are. But, you know, personally, Ben Taylor, that game the other night, Wolves, and I know it's a cup game, must have given him so much confidence. Mm. I was kind of surprised he didn't get the nod yesterday. But then, as we say right at the start, yeah, Evans, experience, got the, you know, got the captain's armband. And look, Evans is a class player. He's a good player, you know. And he probably is, a, he, he, not probably, he is a decent championship player. He's a player of that range of passing, but not necessarily in our style okay. at the moment, our style of play at the moment. Um, um, yeah. Okay, let's move this on. Uh, Tommy Tuanzebe on Tuesday. Um, Dave, pro- probably not. Probably going to be the same back no. four, isn't it? Yeah, why would. No, I, I certainly. Um, no, not unless they're going to go to three, and I don't think they're going to do that. No, you wouldn't. He, he, no. For me, he wouldn't, certainly wouldn't be placing Wolfen and Burgess. So, again, both of them yesterday, Craig, stood mm. up to pretty much everything. We're good again yesterday, I yeah. thought. Certainly. Yeah. And what they were both doing, actually, what the sorry, Dave, what they were both doing as well was balling out other players. Yeah. That, you, that was you could see they were, they were had a, Burgess had a go at Evans after the goal, for example. You know, yep. having a go at his captain for not defending properly after the goal, and there were a few times where they had a go at Williams for not clearing the ball properly, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you know they're just they're building up in comp. You can just see their they've got great understanding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good balance. Yeah. It's a good, good. Talking about decent centre midfield partnerships, that's a decent centre defensive partnership. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rando, looking at Craig's wall, we've definitely maybe which current town player would make the best rock band front man. I'm going to throw <laughs> Luke Wolfenden straight in there. He's got the kind of height and presence and nice, nice bright hair, a bit, a bit swagger about him, Craig. Yeah, harness. He's got the hair for it. Oh, he's a beautiful man, isn't he? Yeah. Wes Burns. Yeah, again, you know, he's yeah, a rock and roll type. Uh, any of, Any of the above. Um, mm. Let's move down here. Oh, let me just quickly. Um, the poll at the moment. Okay, Walton to be slowly reintroduced is now the um, the number one on that dilemma. It's changing uh, all the time. Uh, ben, with FFP rules, Dave, can we um, afford to spend on a number nine in January without any sales? If so, likely upper limit. Um we kind of don't really know what the FFP position is no, sure. is is going to be. Well, um, obviously the accounts will come in and we'll see what the let's be honest how big the losses were from um, last season. But uh, are we then going to be back to the um, sorry to hijack Ben's question a bit the McGoldrick um, bids and not signing anyone in January in twenty um, twenty. 15, Dave, and if if there well, is got... a chance of promotion, you know. He obviously holds great store in um, Dane Scarlett. Dane Scarlett, mm. doesn't he? He's got him in. I mean, apparently... We were, we perhaps we were after a more permanent signing as a as, as another number nine in, and that for one reason or another didn't work. He clearly rates Dane Scarlett um, highly. Um, <sighs> I mean, we'll, I mean, I guess you know our, our league position and where we are will 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 basically affect that, won't it? Um, I, I think. If right. Go on, sorry, so, Craig. Go on. I think centre midfield, as we were talking about before, centre midfield might be yeah. more of our target mm-hmm. than a maybe a centre forward. If given we do that let, potential, yeah, 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 and also given the performances of you know the certainly Evans replacement. What Joe was saying earlier, actually, I was having a different conversation with Joe offline. He just wonders whether Il Mazzuni can be brought back to. Mm-hmm. Help us out for the last five months of the season. He's doing well at Leighton Orient. He's more Again, of a ready-made, yeah. 
a ready-made replacement potentially. Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Um, AD, do you think Tam will be able to hold on to Hutchison after his loan spell? It's catch-22, Craig, because the answer's no if he has a good season, isn't it? Because his value just goes to the sort of point where you see Leicester sign Tom yeah. Cannon from Everton for $8 million or injured as well, whatever it is. That's now the price for a loan player from a big club. And let's be honest, Chelsea are a different level even yeah. to Everton, aren't they? So, yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say that the weird one is if you look at Jokeres from Coventry, he actually wasn't very good on the loan um, from uh, Brighton. And then they signed him. And then it's, it's almost like you you kind of need him to not be very good to, to sign him. But sorry, go on. Yeah, or just have an, you know a few dozen games in the championship just to make sure that they can you know, withstand it. But Joe said last week, didn't he, about when a similar question come in that Chelsea paid £5 million for him in the summer. So they're not going to be selling him for anything less than double that you, you wouldn't expect. Yeah, I'd, I would have thought our, our best hope would be to put, is potentially another another loan. Another loan. Mm. Yeah, he's because he is so ridiculously young, isn't he? There's no rush from his or Chelsea's perspective. Yeah, um, guys, I think should we give it to the the golf question or should we give it to the <laughs> oh my god rock and roll Imagine. question? What do you reckon? You okay. said you said no, the sure. uh, presenter's decision was final, Ben. So um, oh, host's yeah, decision yeah, was final. Right, Craig, you 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 fudged the penalty call, and now you're fudging this as well. No. Um, I'm going to give it to Rando then. Um, so Rando, one, two, three. If you want to, um, I knew you would. I know it's just complete implicit bias here, isn't it? <laughs> um, if you want to give a DM to our or. Um, ask our Twitter to follow you so we can DM you or whichever way around. Please do. And if you would like to come, uh, we will furnish you with two tickets. Uh, Rando, one, two, three um, o'clock, four o'clock rock uh, for our live show um, next Saturday um, after the Preston game. Right. Um, it is a busy, busy, busy week. And it is Hull on um, Tuesday at Portman Road. And I think Hull are A, quite good, and B, I think um, when everyone was doing the names for people signing and transfers and whatnot, I think they signed a couple of players who we would have quite liked to, you know, were, were getting mentioned, Twine and Philogene and Connolly. I think they recruited quite well. Craig, I, I saw a lot of Rossinia and Rooney's Derby and it was quite slow, quite methodical, but they can control games in that manner and thus tend to be quite good defensively. Uh, they are currently uh, just a few places behind in the table in fifth and have not lost since opening day in injury time against um, Norwich. So I feel like I'm Mick McCarthy doing a <laughs> there no there no mugs um, speech here, but they're. I think I think they're good. And I was looking at the odds the other day. Preston are seven to one, and um, Hull are twelve to one. And I think I might have that the wow. other, the other way round. Maybe those are changes for it. But what's your take on Hull and on Tuesday night? There's been loads of questions about who you'd play as well. Well, I'm quite looking forward to the match again. I'm hoping it's going to be along the similar lines to the Blackburn game, to be honest, because they came into it in a bit of form and uh, from an attacking. It's not going to be as open, is it, Craig? No, probably not. But then as, I was watching again. Whatever 
small bits and pieces you can pick up from the uh, from the highlight show um, for the game against Plymouth and um, Mumba had seemed to have a lot of space down um, Plymouth's left behind the uh, the wing back of the right wing back of Hull, uh, but then Hull created an awful lot of chances. You know, Plymouth did very very a bit like ourselves. You know, did well to come away with a point and probably very happy to uh, to do so in the end. Both teams in that match got caught playing out for the back. Interestingly enough, Hull were you know really pressing Plymouth, and similarly, um, the Plymouth goal came from a, a mistake in uh, in Hull's defence. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Actually, again, Rosinha's doing a doing a good job there, isn't he? Uh, Dave, I've just noticed they started one Jean-Michel Seri, who you'll quite enjoy not sprinting and having a cigar on in central midfield. We like, play, we like, we like those luxury sort of players. Picking the ball we? around, yeah. Jean-Michel like Jarre. Jean-Michel Jarre. I, I bet he's got some lungs on him, that Jean-Michel Jarre. Um, um, away wins at Leicester, Blackburn and Stoke. So, um, yeah, they're, uh, they're half decent mm. on the road, I think. I think they got. I think I looked earlier. They got nine points out of fifteen in September, so reasonable, reasonable return of points. And um, yeah, obviously you got a squad. They had. Um, I saw on the bench they brought on Twine and Delap off the bench yesterday. Oh, Delap as well. Yeah, he's been yeah, playing well. Hasn't yeah. He? So um, yeah, I think again, no easy. Sorry, um, no easy games in the championship is the well-worn sort of line. And I think this will be another one. I think I can see it being another. Another another tight one. Yeah, looking forward. Yeah, it should be a good game. Looking forward to it. What are you anticipating, Craig, um, team-wise then? If Broadhead has kind of already been rested and there's now a question at right back with Clark and mm. Williams, I, I suspect, um, and the um, obviously Morsi, we, we would think, will come back into central midfield. But if you remember, Luongo didn't start the middle of the three-game yeah, week point. Um, against Southampton. So they're, they're the kind of areas, maybe we should, I think someone said in the chat as well, um, Burns is on four yellow cards as well now, so that might be um, something coming down the pipe. But what um, what, yeah. what changes are you or are you foreseeing? That's an interesting point, actually, in um, in terms of Burns as well. Are you getting to the point of the season whereby you know workload has just been so tough and um, tiring for weeks upon weeks at the moment that it is time just maybe to freshen up? I personally wouldn't. I'd keep as, as close to what we perceive to be our strongest There is an 11. international break, Craig, sorry to interrupt, after yeah. Saturday as well, isn't there? Yeah, exactly that. Um, so obviously you'd have you'd have Morsi straight back in. I'd have him with Luongo as long as he's fit enough to do so. Um, I'd have Williams instead of Clark. I think, you know, it's not very often that you're substituting your uh, your fullback at, at half-time. Well, the Cambridge away game, Dave, so, did something similar not happen down there? Forgive me. Did we, I think it did. I Clark think, went off yeah. at half-time there, didn't he? I'm I sure he so. did. Yeah, we had a reshuffle and Edwards came Edwards on, didn't he? played a wing-back, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not the first time it's happened. I just, yeah, they just take him out and, and bring Williams in. So I'd have Williams in, Morsey in, and then depending on... Um, fitness broadhead back in but i just wonder whether harness has done enough if broadhead isn't around to uh maybe figure in the in a starting 11 rather than the sub i don't know considering Hutchinson played the full 90 in the pouring rain completely uh, completely agree with craig there yeah i think harness perhaps deserves deserves a chance if if Hutchinson, yeah he had a it was he had a tough old slow he played that as you say he played the full 98 um 98 yesterday so um yeah, I, I kind of see that if, if Broadhead isn't fit. Look, fingers crossed he is. And uh, it's no question for me that it's Morsi and Luongo. If, if Luongo's up to it and no you know, no knocks from 
and fit after Saturday, yeah, those two have got to play, got to play on, on against Al. Um And yeah, I, I think again, Craig, you're right. I see Williams coming in for coming in for Clark. He'll be happy enough with that. Hmm. And the ridiculous thing is, I've just had a look at the league table. We we can lose the next two games and we're still going into the international break with 22 points from... Um, think about it. I know, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just saying um, how yeah, good yeah, the points yeah. total is that they're yeah. already at 22 points, which would be um, two mm. points per game by round 11. But um, home games, uh, Craig, it'd be really good to... To, to get a win and go into so that would be hang on we'd go into round eleven then on on twenty five points Guaranteed, facing yeah. facing the Preston side that as Davis pointed out are going to Leicester on Wednesday I believe and immediately after the international break Rotherham away I think on Friday yes that's night. on that's on TV Sky, as well yeah, yeah but what yeah. what are you what are you sort of um, envisaging I mean. We're going to lose a game at some point again, aren't we? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, as David said earlier, you know, um, holes away results haven't been too bad at all, have they? So, I, would you be surprised if it's a draw um, Tuesday night and, and look to win the the Preston game? Come out of the week with four points, six points in total. It's you know a good time to, to go into the yeah. break, isn't it? Yeah, you take that. Oh, that, that would be five five points in total, wouldn't Sorry, it? Sorry, five. Yeah, draw, 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 win. Yeah. Um, Dave, what are you saying? Yeah, I, I think I agree. I think it's going to be a tough. I, I think yeah. Hull's going to be tougher than Preston personally. Um, Preston could be, possibly, could be scarred after um, you know, obviously the four 0 home defeat against West Brom, and then um, having to follow and follow that up with Leicester away. So yeah, I think I think Hull's going to be going to be tough. And um, yeah, I personally like Craig would happily take, guarantee me now four points for the next two games. Yep. This is where, though, uh, and I know we've come into this conversation. I can't believe it. I'm so happy we're we're able to say things like this. But teams that do go up, Craig, they tend to bang yeah. out, as you said, at least a couple of wins in these three game yeah. weeks and six or six or seven points, don't they? In the end, especially with um, where you go away, home, home, which I think yeah. is the most preferable way to do it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so we've we've had our nine point week it would it would be fantastic to follow up with a seven wouldn't it crikey yeah that really would set the hairs running wouldn't it up for the uh post-international break run up to which looks to be a very tricky um end of november christmas time december yeah 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 that points total may need padding then um guys i think that should uh just about do us for today um i think if we got a post-match show yes Yes, we do uh, so post-match show will be live um, pretty much um, as soon as the final whistle goes. I know people get back to their cars and um, someone sticks it on. Obviously, not watching the not watching the screen as they're as they're driving away, but listening to what's what's going on. So um, feel free to come and join us on Tuesday, and it's going to be a busy week actually because then we're going to be previewing the Preston game on Thursday. So I think it's Mikey and Seb on Tuesday. Rich and Seb, um, Seb's got a busy one, hasn't he? On Thursday and then Saturday night. Please, please get involved. Blue Monday Live after the Preston game, 7.30 start with Luke Chambers, our um, guest of honour there. Um, we will do a flagship show on Sunday. The idea is, though, that those people that pay to come and see the show on Saturday, that will not be... Um, recorded and put out as a podcast. We feel that um, that 
kind of is you're you're either in the room or you're not in the in the room and we'll, we'll get a podcast out so um, there is going to be so much stuff this week it's a very exciting week for um for the podcast and we're all slightly terrified and looking forward to it in equal measure um last word from you please craig um yeah just that um yeah please buy your tickets for the weekend and it should just i'm just intrigued to see luke chambers in a slightly more relaxed environment should we say you know and he's got so many games so many managers so many players he's played with it's, it could be a really intriguing evening of q and a uh dave last word from you yeah everything that craig said and just a quick shout out if i may to um a great couple of guys um um, Martin, aka Glasgow Blue, and Dexter. Oh, I met him at Barnsley. De- yeah, he said Dexter, yeah. who we met in the pub yesterday, and fair play to Glasgow Blue, who today run the ran the Glasgow Half Marathon. I think he said in two hours. I think. I'm sorry, good? I might have got that wrong. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Might have been it. Sorry, I might have got that it's wrong. Quicker than I'd do it. Might have been a ten k <laughs> or something. Sorry, sorry, Martin, if I got that wrong. But yeah, a couple of cracking guys. Um, travelled down from Glasgow. Great fun, and um, yeah, well done on the run today, mate. And we should say well done to the Huddersfield lot. Who there was a sponsored walk for Marcus oh, Stewart. Um, I think started early, early in the morning, didn't it? And came yeah. round for the game. Yeah. So brilliant, um, awesome. brilliant kind of uh, link between the two clubs. There, um, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Blue Monday podcast. Um, please do hit like if you're um, watching here on YouTube and five stars and all that good stuff on podcast. After the fact, we really appreciate every single one of you listening and who does that really really helps us out as we go into games two and three of a three game week hopefully culminating in craig at least seven points and blue monday live on saturday night see you all soon Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there, offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.